0: Back to the compound podcast. This is episode 80. 80? Big 80. Um, we're in the midst of Who? playoff baseball and we're presented Who? by Parsay Rum. There you go. That a boy. Parsay Rum, which I love, you love, we all love. Zach loves playing golf, but you know what he only loves more Parsay Rum. That's right.
1: I gave, I gave a bottle away to one of my best friends the other day. Loved it.
2: That's, That's weird. It. You didn't give me a bottle. You said it was your best friend. I didn't get a bottle from you. Read the room, man. Maybe. I don't know. Come on. Hey, you ain't got to lie to kick it. Come on now.
0: Dakota, I appreciate you repping our uh, former, not current sponsor, Manscaped. So we'll give them a quick shout out, but not until they know free ads more episodes.
2: It's like my go-to shirt if I'm doing nothing. And that's pretty much every day. So I wear it quite a bit.
0: Zach, who's ran away? Zach? Really? Zach. I'm
2: watching McClanahan right now, Ian. Have you ever faced him? No. On the Rays. Uh-uh. I, I mean, it's disgusting. I don't. I mean, he just gave a homer to Devers, but it's disgusting. Sorry. What were you gonna ask, Zach?
0: Uh, I was gonna ask Zach two things. One, do you ever shower after you play golf? I literally and,
2: just. I just walked in the door.
0: And two is. He's so. How good. how far did you drive to play golf today?
1: Uh, an hour. Was it worth it? No, I played like shit, absolute shit. And it's kind of been progressively since I got home. Started out well, and it's just not good
2: right now.
0: Have you been playing every day? Good for you.
2: Yeah. Do you think so, you Edmund could beat, beat? Huh? You think you could beat Jr. Smith's eighty-one that he put up in his first collegiate outing? I would like to think so. Yeah, he had some good shots
0: Yeah, they put a he little video together darts. With all of his good shots I don't know where his bad ones were But He was throwing some darts They showed a couple of videos he was like, Have you played at all? I've played a little bit i played a couple rounds And? Uh, I played I played Decent one round Pretty bad the other one But the Golf course is just so hard
1: Yeah are you, Where are you? Are you in Texas? Yeah Yeah Are you Playing the, playing world, that-
0: playing the world's course? hardest golf course every day
1: did you get any good games in or what
0: yeah we had a good game have you been Sunday morning I lost one dollar but we had a good game we had a good game you Sunday played- morning we played a played a five man left right center with hammer and it was pretty good made it, i made it, i was down I was down pretty decent going into 16 116 equaled 17 which was huge uh and then tied 18. Dakota,
1: Dakota, are you still pure or what?
0: Oh, I've played really bad since I came
2: back. We had a golf outing on Saturday. I played, I've played. been so bad. But I drank a lot, so it was okay. Yeah. Oh,
3: I drank a, a percent,
2: lot of A lot parsley. No, I, was, I mean, it was – I tell you what, man. You, you, you realize you're getting old when days like that happen. Like, start drinking at like 10 a.m. I, I was ready for bed by – 3 p.m., 3 in the afternoon, I was ready to go to sleep. But I stayed okay. up. Hey, hey. Grind. Welcome to this guy's world right here. You're just the all you want to do is golf. You don't, nothing else. Your off season actually, I'd be miserable because that's all you do is golf. You do nothing okay. else.
1: You, that's not true. Zach.
2: What else do you do?
0: He he goes and works out and hits baseballs for like 10 hours a day, too.
2: No. tell you what I haven't done. I haven't started working out yet this offseason. I did.
0: You've been done for a week. What do you mean? I just, man. But I'm I saying, what do you start working out week two? I want, I want to be great. I want to be great.
2: Maybe some of us want to be great.
0: I said I did start working out. And I would give your body a minute to fucking relax. Yeah, I,
1: mean, I had a, I had a lot of minutes to, to sit and reflect. We got to talk about playoff baseball.
0: Can we, can we please touch on it? There were some crazy plays last night. Give me your thoughts. Let's start with your thoughts.
1: My blood was boiling over that Red Sox call.
2: I don't get I, I don't think you can be mad because I think it was the right call. I know. There's like, nothing else you can't call yeah. anything else. You can't call a home <laughs> run. Like it just, wasn't in, it wasn't intentional, so you can't like give them more run. Like, I don't know. There's nothing you can do. It's like it's it's like a ground rule double.
1: But like he got rewarded for misplaying a ball off the wall.
0: Yes. But it's a it's a one in a million play. And that could have that literally could have sent him to the ALCS. But it's not like it's not like he picked the ball up and went, Oh yeah, I can make sure this guy doesn't score by booting it out. I
1: totally agree. But like where is the umpire's discretion to be like, hey man, that guy needs to score. He was on third base as soon as when that ball hit the ground.
2: You just just give him the hey, like we think just because the play was weird, like they should get a run. So. Imagine like the, one the guy umpire, scored.
1: The umpires go to Alex Court. Alex, man, we gotta let him score. It, like it, we, we
2: can't.
0: You know why? I I guess I'm more used to that rule because at Wrigley, the ball in the ivy is very real, and so uh, there's a lot of times when a guy from first would score as the outfielder running for the ball you let it hit the wall when you even sometimes when you could cut it off like the guys who have played there for a while and know what's going on situationally like you let that ball roll into the ivy hoping that it sticks so that guy doesn't score of course Maybe but I'm like we're used to that
1: i just think if if the ball hits off the player regardless intentional or not
0: it should be like two bases
1: yeah you it, it goes out of play like, that's like a kicker and kicking the ball out of bounds on accident off the kickoff and you get him to the 40-yard line. It's like, I didn't mean to do it. It hit it hit the ground and rolled out. I didn't mean to do that. I don't know if those are the same thing,
2: but – Yes, it I is. See, it I didn't see know. what you're saying. I see what you're saying. I Obviously, just feel like there's nothing you could do. Like, if you could show that if by any way he intentionally did that, send them all home. Like, no, I'm not saying – I'm not saying – An extra five runs thrown in there. Right. But I'm not but saying like,
1: intentionally either, though. Like, I, I I just don't think they should get rewarded after a ball hit him and went out of play. But it's just like Cap said. It's just like, Hap.
2: but it's the same thing as like it, just a normal ground rule double. Like, why do you get, you because get, because it, pl- it doesn't hit off a you player. It doesn't hit off a player. You get rewarded like, for having a short fence, basically. But like, it doesn't, uh, it
1: didn't hit off a player on a normal ground rule double. But this you know
0: what, it, it- you know you what know, it's the same as? It's the same as a dude throwing a ball away and it like meandering around and rolling into a dugout. And you're like, oh, but this guy would have scored. But he doesn't. He only gets one base.
1: Exactly.
2: I mean, there's so nothing you can do about it.
0: Can we talk about uh, Yasmani running, grandall running into that ball?
2: That one was more crazy to me because Meh. you're sitting there and the announcer's. I think it was Pierzynski on the call and he goes, well, the baseline is whatever the runner establishes. I'm like, there's no way that's real because the base runner can what run in the grass? Just, Oh, this is where I want to run. So this is where I'm running.
0: So there is a rule that you have up to three feet in either direction to establish a baseline. So like if you're on first and there's a ground ball to the first baseman, you can actually cut in onto the grass and run to second you have to establish the baseline and then run straight but you can do it now i've seen guys establish absurd baselines and it feels like there's nowhere to make a throw but the but it's not the same home to first because they call that all the time if there's a bunt and the guy is not even on purpose just trying to be as fast as he can and running in the grass or even like one foot on the foul line, they call him out all the time. Yeah, that's the thing. It's
2: the same thing as, like, a drop strike three and the runner's running, like, you know, outside of the baseline. Like, wherever he's, like, trying to read the first baseman and, like, sway that way to try to get hit in the (laughs) back. People that also say, like, Grendel wasn't trying to do that, I'm like, come on. Like,
0: you're not (laughs) running. It was
2: was literally like, boop. Yeah, I mean – I was I shocked that it was it. just nothing. It's like, nope, like sorry, it's just run scores. And you
1: saw you saw the umpire Tom Halley, and say to Dusty Baker he was kind of just like
2: I can't do anything. It's like
1: I'm sorry.
0: I don't know why you can't do anything. Like, what do you mean? I,
2: yeah, like why, why can't you call interference? Like he's inside the baseline. I don't baseline. know the things that I think throw, you have to throw around the runner.
0: That's I, not true. I, I, he, there's literally two white lines. There's two white lines that you have to run between down to, yeah. First. I think that's, I think that's at the 45 foot mark,
1: though.
2: That's what they were saying last night. Yeah. It's like once it you get to before the, 45. the 45 foot
1: mark, but once you get to the 45 foot mark, then everything is off. You have to stay in those bait. You
2: have to go in there. But up and
1: remember when Trey Turner in the 2019 World Series got called out for
2: that? Yeah. I'm saying that's a dumb rule, then, if that's true, because then rule. you could literally. Bunt the ball and take like you could fucking run towards a pitcher's mound. Who cares? Like then you three, just cut straight back. Three
1: feet, three feet though.
2: Yeah, still three feet. And then what? What if I start throwing a hand up and I knock it you down? Oh, no, you can't. You, you can't do that. He That's stuck his arm out. What do you mean that? De- I, I mean, agree. He definitely went like. I totally. Like, boop. I, totally agree. I was like, so if you can't intentionally do it, then he still should have been out. I
1: totally oh, no. agree, but I'm saying to the, the running part of it.
0: I do wish that there was like some sort of review board or something that just get the play right. There's just get it right, because we had we had some this year. Every team has plays throughout the year that they go, "How could you not get that right?" Even if the rule tells you, "Like I can't review it or I can't do this," just get the play right. That's all anybody wants. Anybody just wants it to be right.
2: It's like the uh, this is a little off topic. It's like the, uh, fuck, what game was it? That Seahawks Rams game, the double punt. Did you guys see that? Yeah, that was wild. There's no way that's legal. He was past the line of scrimmage on the second kick. All the, the he, announcers are just like, yeah. That's one of those, it's like, like Ian saying, though, it's like, there's got to be some governing body that's like, no, like this, you're wrong. Like, this is the correct call. Like, if in case, like, the guys on the field don't know, like, the rule. You got to have something like the the White Sox one didn't decide the game. I mean, it sure factored because it was back and forth and that helped them kind of break it open. Not really break it open, but take a lead. The Red Sox raised one actually like probably lost the raise the game. Literally, dude. Like, yeah, I was going to like quite literally lost them the game.
0: That's wild, man. How about can we move on to the other games? The uh do you see jocks Homer today? Yeah, it was hit. pretty
2: sick.
1: Josh,
0: three for three in the
2: playoffs. You see with what bad used? Two using?
0: homers and a single.
2: Did you see it? I saw a tweet. You see what bat he
0: used? He used Tony's bat. Anthony Rizzo. Yach's hilarious because he's such a bat whore. He like he has everybody's weapons. KB but, KB's a bat whore too, isn't he? Yeah, but he doesn't really like other guys' bats. He just gets a lot of his own bats.
1: Um, That's, speaking of KB, how about KB starting and like kind of sitting in the outfield during the playoffs? What do you mean? Like, I'm just like, he's just like almost like a primarily outfielder now. It's just crazy. Uh-huh. Like, I know he played outfield a lot with you guys, but like he started in center the other day, switched to left. It's kind of
0: just crazy. those guys, those guys have a great infield. They have
2: that's what you have Longoria and Belt that have to play the corners,
1: right? No, I, I know. I'm just saying it's kind of crazy to see yeah. Chris Roman center field in the playoffs. Well, he's
2: just yeah. he's he's versatile,
0: he's versatile. It's gonna, it'll, I think it'll help him this offseason too. But the – I've been surprised – I don't know if surprised is the right word, but the, the Brewers pitching has been as good yeah. as the Brewers pitching has been. Like, it's been good. They haven't – the Braves haven't scored a lot of runs. But I've been surprised that the Brewers haven't scored – like, they've scored two runs in three games. I haven't
1: really paid attention to the NL games too much as much as the AL. Um, but I thought the Brewers
2: – did I say that? I don't even remember what I said, the Brewers or the Braves – well the timing's tough too. Like that Dodgers Giants yeah, right. it stinks. It's so late. Like they don't even what's the first pitch tonight? Ten? Nine thirty-seven, I think. Like what am I gonna do with that? That's pay hey, that's
1: past my bedtime.
2: That's the that's the best matchup of the yeah. of the DSs. Like that's the best one. It's I'd at like nine thirty
0: seven. Yeah. I'd like to throw out Brandon Belt is definitely has a broken hand, is not playing. And I was thinking about that when you said Belt and Longoria. Uh um, Brandon Bell broke his hand like that last week of the season. Wilmer Flores has been playing first.
1: That is true. Wilmer
3: Flores has been hitting second.
2: Zach loves him. I did love him. When he no, Zach. Head. How about your boy? Uh Game PK? two. Game PK? two. Your boy. I got a few tweets when he did that too, and I was like, yeah. Eventually, you're gonna have to meet him in like. Hey, I man, talked like,
1: to him, I talked to him this year at second base when they when like,
2: we played each other. Like, little, hey man, not not in a weird way, but I love you. <laughs>
1: little little did he know that I was just like talking to my hero.
2: Yeah,
1: hey, man. You, that's
2: who you dream
1: of being one day, Jay
2: Hernandez.
1: Hey man, everything you do on the field, I would love to do.
0: Let's do. Can we do a review of our brackets so we know how you bad just, we're doing? Because I think throw we all mine screwed. in the trash. Yeah, my, my
1: Super Bowl champ lost in the wild card. I got I got something about the wild card too. I'm off the one-game playoff. I said it today, too. I'm
0: off the one-game playoff. That needs to be three games. It has to be. You can't decide. You cannot decide baseball in one game. And when you have teams that are winning 105 games, when you have teams that are uh, like as hot as the Cardinals were, you, it, and, it, and you play like as hard as you play in September, if you're the Yankees, to get into that game, it's absolutely ridiculous that you only play them, let them play one game and they're out. That yep.
2: was so that it like the perfect person that I would imagine for the Dodgers getting that wall. Like Chris Taylor just seems like a guy that, like, in the postseason is gonna have big hits. Like he they said beforehand, like he was whatever, super cold going into that at bat. I forget what the numbers was, and then he just hits a bomb, and I was like, Oh, it's about right. It's All baseball playing off.
1: What do you guys got for the uh, the Yankees? Phil Nevin sending Aaron Judge.
2: Do you hate it? Love it? Oh, on the, the ball off the wall from Stanton? Yeah. yeah. Well, That's a tough – Stanton's got to get in the gym, man.
0: Two wall balls? Come on. That's a tough play because it's – I think he was lo- – I can't remember if it was the center fielder. Somebody played it really well. I think it was He like...
1: okay. got, got it in, and in yeah. got it out. Yeah.
0: yeah. So – he but he also like kind of came out of nowhere where it was it looked like it might rattle around and he just played it so perfect obviously like those guys have all played at Fenway so much like the third base coach knows Fenway really well but it was just it was such a perfect relay and yeah it's like second and third with would have been second third one out second third
1: yeah one out with Gallo up yeah yeah I just I don't know it's you really do have to make two perfect throws, which they did. But see, I, I got no problem with sending them. That's what I'm saying. I, I, I don't, don't either. either.
2: You
1: know, how many time, how many fucking, how many like fuck ups are in those relay throws, one way or another? Like Xander had to pick that throw perfectly as well. That was a tough to, part.
0: Yes, he had to pick it perfect and throw a strike. And the number of times that it gets fucked up at the dish too, and their catchers really, really good defensively, but like incredible, right? Number of times it gets fucked up at the dish too, yeah.
1: Absurd. I what was it? The Astros against the Yankees. Remember when they threw it? When Didi threw it to Gary Sanchez, and he and Altuve would have been out by like twenty, like legitimately twenty feet, Mm -hmm. and just dropped it. And that shit happens. Obviously, you're not banking on it, but that's right.
2: Like. I I like the aggressiveness. If you're gonna go down, go down aggressively. Because if you don't send them there, you have momentum. But say the ne- say they whatever get the next few guys out and no one scores. It's like oh, like you got to be more aggressive than that. Like this is a yeah. one game series. Like you can't sit back on your like that's all you'd hear is like why didn't they send them?
0: Gallo's right. liable for a punch out there, and then you're in a spot. where you got two outs, second third, and third. Next guy gets out, and it's over. And I I I like the send because if you're it would have been a three two game there if he scores right.
2: Mm Hmm.
1: Yeah. Yes. And then nobody says a thing.
0: I don't hate it at all, but I would like to put on record that I am now in favor of after playing in it last year and then watching the one game again. Three game wild card. Book it.
1: Thank you. I agree. I bet you it happened too. I just like, especially the giant, like you said, the Giants winning 105 games and going into the bottom of the ninth with a tie game, and they were, you know, they could have been out like that winning sorry, sorry 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 what'd i
0: say giants yeah
1: yeah sorry when they were out they were close to losing and being eliminated with 105 wins after one game
0: yeah but i think you would have got a great three game series out of yeah. cardinals to address too yeah and it also and then if the team is dominant it gives them the advantage of the off day if they can win it in two games as opposed to playing three right i agree and I like the idea, last thing, I like the idea of the whoever has the better record getting all three home games. So you're not traveling. It's like, fuck you. We had the better record. You're coming to us. We're getting the gate for three games. It's going to be three games of mayhem at our home park. Correct. Let's get our playoff bracket. That's dunk.
3: Ian has no points. Ian got both wildcard games, incorrect. Uh, Dakota got one. Point. What an idiot. Dakota got one point. Uh, he had the, he had the Dodgers over the Cardinals. Zach also got one point. He had Dodgers over Cardinals. Nobody got both games. Correct. And obviously all the series are still going on as we record this Monday night, this Red Sox, uh, Ray series may be over, uh, by the time people hear this, but so yeah, right I- now in, in, in that series, it's Ian has the Rays Zach has the Rays and Dakota has the Yankees. Who I can uh, you think the go Yankees confirm, are going to win? I can confirm the Yankees are not going to win that
0: series. Okay, the, and I think I had the Rays going all the way, so that kind of fucks me. But what were the other two, three?
3: Uh, Zach had the Rays also, but he has a Houston, uh, San Francisco World Series.
2: uh Oh, so, and Houston's looking shaky.
0: Socks are coming. Game I long, have, I have Houston over Yankees. You have the Sox beating the Astros. so And then you have Rays
3: over White Sox. Jeez, Ian, you might go over in the AL.
0: <laughs>
3: There's a possibility. Be all right, Ethan. Or, uh,
0: you know. What did I have in the NL?
3: Uh, Atlanta over Milwaukee, Giants over St. Louis. Uh, and yeah, so you have Giants over Tampa Bay in your final. So you have the Giants. So you just need the Giants to win. You 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 feel alive. I could,
0: yeah. I could be kind of clean in the NL. I could have I could have the Giants in there.
3: Dakota's already lost his champions. I don't know where he gets his confidence talking like he has anything. They're already because Ian's about to lose his whole half of the
2: bracket, and the Giants are going to lose the Dodgers anyway. So there goes his. The only hope he's got is who would he pick? Brewers or Braves? Uh, he picked Atlanta. Oh. Looking good there, though. There you go. Zach looks Zach really good right now.
0: Giants-Dodgers is 1-1. sures Balls is going to get lit up today, and you got Alex Wood with the revenge game. We'd love to see it. You going to stay up and watch that game, Ian? Nah.
2: <laughs> Freaking West Coast, man. What a joke. Who would live out there?
0: East Coast, best coast. That's what they say, right? East Coast, beast coast.
3: What's up, everybody? It's producer Tom. Let's step aside and talk for a moment about our sponsor, DraftKings. Another week of the NFL season means another big shot to win big at the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the National Football League. New customers can bet just $1 on any NFL game and win $100, $100 in free bets if either team scores a point. In case you're wondering, the last 0 0 tie in the NFL, that was in 1943. So I'd say this is a no brainer. If the sports book isn't yet available in your state, DraftKings won't leave you empty handed. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars of total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code COMPOUND. That's promo code COMPOUND to throw down $1 on any NFL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a point. That's promo code COMPOUND this week at the DraftKings Sportsbook. An official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older. New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager. Require one per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Now, back to the
0: show. Any other playoff thoughts from you guys right now? Yankees got robbed. Favorite single game performance? Kyle Schwarber. How about do you see Schwab with the ground ball and the fist pump? That was That's pretty
2: good. That was, does he have the yips? Easy. I've never played first. I'm not before, afraid man. to say the yips. The only thing, only way the yips can affect you is if you no. give it value. I give it no I'm, value. I
1: don't know. I'm saying,
2: did you see it, that yeah. first flip? He's got the just yips. To
1: come out, just to come out and say, yeah. wow, does he have the yips? I mean, imagine,
0: imagine not playing a position your entire <laughs> life. You not even, that, not no, even.
2: Ian, Ian, Ian. This is an underhand flip from five feet. That's not, that's nothing to do with position. That's I could do it a million times in a
0: row and I'm not missing. You got, you gotta see if the research team can find, there was a fly ball. This was 2018. I want to say could have been 17, I think it was 18. There was a fly ball to left field. It was early in the season. It was a terrible, terrible day at Wrigley. Kyle Schwarber calls the ball in left field. It literally lands on the dirt, and he <laughs> picked it up, and he tried to diving flip it underhand, and flipped it into right field. It was the most amazing play I've ever seen. But imagine not playing a position for your entire life, trying to learn it in two months, and then starting in the postseason in one of the craziest postseason venues in baseball. It's like Zach. Somebody's got to tell him, though. Somebody's got to tell him, like, hey, man, the second baseman's right behind you, just run over the first base <laughs> because both of those plays, the second baseman's saying they're ready to field it.
2: Zach, have you ever played first base in your professional career? Professionally, no. Could you make an underhand flip from five feet Guy's to The Guy is first? a. Oh, I'm talking Yankee Stadium. It's his zoo. Plate. I don't care. It's not the same. I- no, that's it's an under. I love Schwarber. I'm not even like I'm not trying to shit on Schwarber.
1: You are shitting I mean, on him, a, and you said he had the Yips. That's crazy.
2: I mean it's okay. an underhand flip. You have to have the Yips. Did you that's see it? First, it was like
1: hey, that is our first friend of the pod, and you were just shitting on him.
2: The reason I think he does is because he does make a good one, and even the good one looked like uh, ooh, ooh, like you know what I mean? Like a little shaky. Yeah,
3: and then it was on the money.
2: I'm just Zach could walk out there right now. He could literally well, he hit an oppo. Tonight he hit an oppo make homer that flip. And or Zach, you walk on the field right now and you make that flip at Fenway in in those clothes. It doesn't even matter. That's all I'm saying.
1: Hey, it doesn't matter. He can do it. what whatever he wants because he's hitting oppo homers off over the monster.
2: Oh yeah. No, I. I'm not shitting on him. I'm just saying you are that it's got to be you the are. Ips.
0: Watching, no, watching that wild card game and watching Rizzo and Schwab go deep was awesome. Yeah, I was sick. I was fired up. That was awesome. Did you did you talk to them at all after? I haven't talked to Schwarb. I talked to Riz. What would he say? Actually, I will call Riz out. I sent him a very nice text message after they lost. I waited to like half hour to an hour so that hopefully he his phone would be clear of all the texts. And I sent him a very nice message about the end of the season, and he didn't text me back.
1: Which was oh, awkward. that's that's interesting.
2: It's a shame when it happens to you, huh? I'm, I'm not gonna lie to you. I want to pile on here, but I was looking at the TV and I didn't even hear what was being said.
1: He texted Rizzo after they lost, and he didn't answer him, and he's upset
2: about it. And yeah, well, hey? Now he knows what it feels like, at least.
1: I said, huh? That's interesting. Been there a couple times. Ask if I feel bad. Is that so?
0: Zach, who's your favorite player been to watch in the postseason?
1: Kike. Besides him. um, I mean, it has, it's got to be Kike. The dude's been on fire. I always feel like Devers is going to hit a homer when he's up. Bro, this, the swings that he
2: takes are unbelievable. Dude, Randy Rosarina though. Yeah. So I'm about the postseason, man. He stole home. He stole straight home. up just stole home. Stole home. Like, not no no like freak thing. Like he just said, nope, I'm stealing home. And he, he stole he, it.
1: Did you hear the story about him when he got COVID? He had a quarantine and he just did like 300 push ups a day <laughs> and made chicken and rice for every meal.
0: That's amazing.
1: And got absolutely shredded for 10 days. Well, I was gonna say it worked. Look at him. He's already absolutely shredded. that that would that's got to be crazy if they lose tonight that they're just done after they were. I mean, they were they locked up the division one of the earliest, right?
0: They, it was basically over because they were like 10 games up for the last month,
1: right? Do you as a rep for the union not saying hope that they lose, but it'll throw a wrench in their not paying guys philosophy? Will you enjoy that?
0: I think that it's in some ways, it would be good for baseball. It's good for baseball for them to be competitive. Yep. But in some ways, it's good for baseball that they get there and don't win.
1: I agree. I, it's, it, it sucks that just their fan base is, are they moving or like, what is the deal with that?
0: You know, Brett Phillips made a really good point. Brett Phillips made a really good point about it because he's from, that area and he said they haven't they're have they an expansion team like the diamondbacks and they haven't been around that long so the first generation of kids that grew up as raised fans or d-back fans are now becoming you know 20 to 30 year olds who can buy tickets and raise their kids as fans and i don't know that there's the attendance is showing that but one of his points was like hey I know that it's been slow and tough and maybe the stadium's not in the best place and maybe we need a new stadium but the fan base in Tampa is growing there is a you know there is a generation of hands coming
3: one of the ideas they've mentioned is playing half their games in Montreal what would that be like if, as, as a player I mean if you guys played they'd basically have no home they'd be half the half their home games in Montreal half them in Tampa and That seems like something that might really happen, or at least they're trying to make it happen. Actually, yeah, like they like their own their president has come out and said that they are going to do that. They were going to have a sign during playoff games saying like coming to Montreal soon and they had to like MLB, I think, mixed it. Because that was gonna really be a bad look. I saw that. that, yeah. Wow.
0: I think I mean being in Montreal in the summer would be cool. I think that, that Canada. No
2: way. That's the
0: Having having to, you know, it would be really hard on players.
2: That's what I'm saying. Like, you're never it, home. Where do it's you have hard home enough, in Both places.
0: Yeah, it's hard enough now. This is this is not gonna go. This no. this can't sound well. This no,
1: I know I know exactly what you're gonna talk about.
0: I'm, this it can't sound right. And no, I don't. It's there. It's not like there's no sympathy for this, but it is difficult to have like a home, home and a place where you work home so like maintaining so like having to have three places like having to have an (laughs) off-season home for four months arizona for two months tampa for three months montreal for three months like that's you honestly i know what you mean like it's like oh that must suck
2: having three houses but it's like that sounds worse than than what i thought you were gonna say but imagine having a wife and kids and trying to do that it's like all right like where are we sending the wife and kids to while we go on the road and the that other
0: is- and the other part of that is when you're in tampa and montreal for three months each you're actually only there for a month and a half so really you're only getting because you're on the road for the other month and a half so you're only getting six weeks in each of those cities so it would be a very difficult as a player or staff like it would be very difficult thing God, that's I, crazy I think, in theory, it's cool. I think, in practice, it's probably pretty tough. I think Montreal in the summer would be beautiful and awesome. Uh, And getting to play all the cold-weather games in Tampa would probably be great, too. But, in theory, that sounds very difficult, unless the team, like, has housing for everybody or something.
1: How nice would that be for you if you didn't have to play your cold last games in Chicago?
0: Oh, If we had a dome for um, two months or... I'd be so happy. Honestly, just keep us at Sloan for two months. I'm kind of surprised that teams like
1: that they didn't make it mandatory to have domes or retractable roofs. It is so
0: cold in some games. Well, it's not like the one that it blows my mind is when somebody builds a new. Like I get it, Wrigley Field is Wrigley Field, and there's never going to be another one, and you just deal with it. If you're building a new field in Minnesota, Target Field, how do you not have a dome? Yeah.
1: Yeah, anywhere in the Midwest,
0: dude. I'm sorry. Why are you whispering so the owners don't hear you? (laughs) (laughs) So that the people that love Target Field don't get mad at me. It's a cool field, but
2: not for Minneapolis, Minnesota when it's 30 degrees the first month and the last month of the season.
0: It's a beautiful field. It's just like, it's really nice. You will never, as a team, you will never, ever be able to get the best players in baseball to come play there because. If a guy has an option of five cities and one of them is a place where he's going to freeze his ass off for three months, it's like, why the fuck would you do that? It sounds horrible. Yeah,
2: because, but money, because, I mean, money talks. Look at New York. New
1: I was York's not warm. Because my, because my checks are clearing. That's Yeah, hard. it's like,
0: yeah, like but, it's not warm yes. in New York. Correct. But New York is, New York, it's summer by June or May. Same with Boston. Like it's not this Zach knows it's not the same as Detroit. Like if you're in Detroit and it's, Detroit's May, a beautiful
2: city. Don't you dare! It's in the best <laughs> state we have of this country.
0: If it's May fifteenth in Detroit and you're going on the road to New York, you're not like, ah, oh, fuck, I'm gonna freeze. But if it's May fifteenth and you're playing a home game in Detroit, you're like, god damn it, it's gonna be thirty five degrees maybe today or fifty. Yeah. I'm lucky. Like, well, you have and, to deal with the, you have to deal with the wind more than we did. Yeah, but if if you're a if you're also like if you're a John Lester or you're a you know in a normal free agent market, I like what we've had in the last three years, but in a normal free agent market, and you have five teams that are willing to pay you an absurd amount of money, like the difference of like then that means Minnesota has to go outbid teams by a significant chunk to get guys, and they can't—they're not a big enough market to go do that three or four different times. Like New York is a big enough market, and to, to go out and overpay for three or four guys because that's what they do
3: minnesota is also crazy because they went from having a dome to not having
0: it i mean
3: that's what i don't understand i i just think the retractable retractable
1: roof yeah it's going to be a few extra million at that point why
0: not but look at how good look at how good the teams were when they had the metronome you think you think those go hand in hand I don't. I don't. I think it's. I think it's part of the equation when you're looking at putting together a new team. I think a lot of that talent was homegrown, and they, you know, they had Justin Morneau and and um, Maurer and Johan Santana and Liriano and those dudes. But I'm saying now, when they try to put a team back together with with some homegrown talent and free agents, like who else has signed there besides Josh Donaldson in the last? Right. I mean, they have fucking uh, Nelson Cruz did, and he rakes, but. Um, they've had they've had some good teams, but what I'm saying is, it's such a beautiful stadium. It's just a shame they don't have a roof. Do you think the uh, cafeteria and the chef comes with how
1: beautiful this the stadium is? Oof. I think that is the best food in the history. I mean, of the ten places I went, my word, they do a great
0: job. The uh, Atlanta I, is really really good, but Minnesota does a good job. I don't know how we got on this topic, but I know that there was something else I was going for before we got here. On a rant about Minnesota Stadium.
3: You were talking about Rays and Brett Phillips, and I brought up uh, Montreal, possibility of them splitting
0: uh, at the time. That's how we got there. Because I was trying to ask you who your favorite performance was in the postseason so far.
3: Yes, that was, was the root of that.
0: I don't know if I have a specific
1: player. Who's yours if you've watched?
0: Uh, my favorite's been Jock. I have really loved what Schwab has done but uh i can't jocks literally this this is kind of fucked because like they told jock like towards the end of the year like he wasn't gonna play it's basically like like hey man you're down because they went at the deadline you know they traded for him before the deadline he's playing every day he's hitting top of the order and then they trade for some other outfitters and then they get then he's only playing against righties and then they get to the end of the season like hey you're not yeah he didn't play for the last two weeks really except for pinch hitting Right. And to start here and there, they go in the postseason like, hey, you're not playing or coming off the bench. So he comes off the bench. He's three for three with two homers and a single and like throwing home a day to win the game. Like and he's the type of dude that would keep such a good attitude through that. He's got his blonde dyed hair. He's wearing chains. He's doing a skit. He's using Rizzo's bat. Like what an awesome teammate. And to see him actually have success after that. But that's a very tough conversation to have, especially when you're going into free agency again. after signing a one year deal like good for him. That is, that is sick. You can make some money in the
1: postseason, man. That's hey, what have you done for me lately?
0: Fuck yeah, make yourself what, make yourself a lot of money in the postseason. And he's got a good it's postseason crazy. track record. All he does in the postseason is hit homers.
1: No, exactly, and it's you know they remember
0: they they and they will pay for it. I would like I would like to speak with five GMs. And get thoughts on what Daniel Murphy was worth before that playoffs and then what he was worth after. That's so cool to think about. Like that's so true. Murph Murph made himself a ton of money. Not that he was he was a great player, he had a great career, he was gonna get paid by somebody, but not that much. And then he, you know, had just the most ridiculous poses anybody's ever seen.
1: What do you hit six straight homers? six games
0: yeah and they were all off fucking aces aces too that was on that was in what 2015 right yeah i also have a theory this is the last thing before we do screen time i also have a theory that relievers in the postseason make themselves a lot of money but then they just get so like they literally throw every day for a month and are so dead that they can't throw the night so like relievers that make now it's there's cases where this doesn't happen, but, like, for the most part, relievers that just have an unbelievable postseason and then are a free agent. Some team goes out and pays and is like, this dude's going to be our closer, and then it's just like you get a shell of a human because they've just been so blown out by the postseason. Postseason is so hard on pitchers. Oh Speaking,
1: speaking of relievers, could you imagine picking between Liam Hendricks and or Craig Kimbrell?
2: Give Kimbrell the ninth. What Ian was saying, though, like, when Brandon Morrow threw seven games in the World wasn't it the World Series? Like, I don't think people realize how hard that is to do. Like, it's not like, oh, like, you could do it, like, because it's the World Series. It's like, no, like, I don't think you could, like, it's not easy. Like, you seven, I mean, what do they have? Probably two off days in there. Seven out of nine days in the World Series. So, it's like, you can't go in there and try to just, like, get some ground balls. It's like, you got to have your A stuff. Cause he's throwing in like big spots every time. And
0: it's impressive. And like those to, to get yourself ready for those games when you're at like five, six, seven, there's legal drugs. Like there's, you know, enough anti-inflammatories to get you out there. Then there's whether it's, uh, energy drinks or some sort of concoction of that and the adrenaline, like everything that you put in to to get yourself to that spot so that you can do it that many times. And then you hit the offseason, your body goes and and try to be the same guy after that. And like Lester talked about game seven of the world series and what that did to him physically having to come back, having to come out of the pen, having to warm up for he was like in the pen for three innings and then coming out and actually pitching and like what that did to his body for the rest of his career, like things like that, that people don't really like for position players, the postseason actually easier because you get more off days. You get more time in between, like you're used in the, in the regular season. You're used to playing every day. Maybe you get an off day or two every two weeks, like in the postseason for a seven game series, you get two off days. Like you feel great as a position player. Yeah. You have the season, but like with the adrenaline and with the, uh, you know, you're you good pitchers. It is
2: brutal.
0: Well, that's the other
2: thing too. It's like, you may not like get hurt while you're throwing, yeah. but like say your elbows sore one day. So then you compensate like subconsciously you compensate and use more of your shoulder. Next thing you know, you're going into the next year. Oh, you have inflammation in your labrum. It's like, oh, my labrum doesn't like you wouldn't have even expected it, but like it builds up over time.
0: And you have you have a short so then you throw longer, you have a shorter time to rest before you have to ramp back up for the next year on top of the added stress that you had at the end. And it's a recipe for disaster. So that's my theory on pitchers and specifically relievers in the postseason. Let's do screen time. I love parse. You love parse. When I say parse, you say Rom. Rum
2: there's a lot of sports on man all right i'm distracted right now there's a football oh, also, game you know i, I love
0: football some, i had some quick update for the people before we do screen time i had uh, some extra when i say parse, you say rum shirts at wrigley so i gave them back to obvious and they're gonna do a giveaway so be on the lookout for that if you're somebody who likes parse rum and obvious shirts and the compound pod
2: which if you're listening to this i'm guessing that means you do
0: yes you might
2: six hours two minutes 633 Jesus. guys a loser
0: 444
2: yeah, hour, behind. hour behind us hour behind us for real this time nice. i would like
0: i would like to do i'd like to implement a new thing to screen time what is your most used app today go messages oh,
2: gotta be tiktok mine was
1: messages today
0: 517 from tom had a baby
1: wait no sorry mine was five hours and eight
0: minutes yeah, sure. No, really, we believe you. Yeah, no, what? no, no.
2: Now, no, yeah.
1: Oh, what was changing.
0: yesterday? What was yesterday? Holy shit! Holy shit! <laughs> what? What was yesterday? What was time? yesterday?
1: This doesn't count. It's Sunday.
0: What, what was, was it? it
1: though? What was it? Six hours and fifty-eight minutes. Yeah. That's
0: <laughs> oh, not right. What was it? Oh, that bar is too high for that. Most used app. Go. Six thirty-four.
2: Six thirty-four. Uh, today me- messages.
0: Time. Yeah, uh, mine too.
2: 56 minutes.
0: Okay, Zach.
1: Mine was hour 13 messages. Oh, you texting,
0: Shouty? Oh. <laughs>
2: that's a baby girl.
0: Mine was an hour 36 on messages. Oh, cheese and rice. It's grinding. That's productive. Well, that's, that's just networking. Ever heard of it? Networking. Like- Ever heard of it? Hour 22 on the Google Maps. All right. This episode was number 80. It was brought to you by Parse. I love it. You love it. We love it. Go get your Parse at Benny's, and we'll see you next week. Anything else, guys? That's it. All right. Uh, who you got week. to win
2: it all? Giants. No, you got the Rays. Oh, yeah, you got the Giants.
0: Giants over Rays. Giants so. over Rays. Zach, who'd you have? Giants all right, over. over all right, that's episode Austria. eighty of the Compound Podcast. Brett at par say rum